Hello and welcome to the PHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of PHBC. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. Oh, we're on a roll this morning. Y'all, I'm excited to talk about what we have for you today. I was struck. Um, the mo- One of the Sundays uh, where we were worshiping together, and I'm looking around the room, and here are uh, dozens of grown adults singing together. I'm like, where else do you see that? Well, I guess you kind of see it at concerts, but singing, an essential part to Christian worship, something we've done for thousands of years, so I figured let's talk about it for a little bit. Um, singing is just a very... Should, inter- should, we, should we sing this podcast to them? <laughs> for the sake of our listeners, I won't. You, by all means, uh, throw a tune out, but uh, I don't know if you know, <laughs> Spotify or iTunes will let this go to air if, if my, my attempt at singing um, comes up. Um, so I just wanted to, to, to think through singing, uh, maybe make some recommendations for uh, places to find good Christian songs, but just, uh, Pastor Brian, why do we sing so much on Sunday mornings? Because we're commanded to. So mm-hmm. Colossians chapter 3 tells us mm-hmm. to um, sing, uh, what is it, psalms, spiritual songs, hymns mm-hmm. to one another. and With thankfulness in your hearts with, to God. With thankfulness in our hearts to God. And so um, the longest book in the Bible is essentially a hymnal uh, for the uh, people of God, so that'd be the Psalter, and those were all meant to be sung, and some people still continue to sing. Some some denominations uh, take the Psalter as well. That that is still what we're meant to sing, and they sing only mm. uh, psalms as they gather. I'm not. Sh- I don't. I, I appreciate that they want to sing the psalms, I'm not sure that I would agree that that's all that we should be singing as Christians. Um, but, uh, again, the, the Bible is very clear uh, that, that the people of God sing. Jesus, with his disciples, mm-hmm. uh, sang a song. And so, uh, yeah, so we, we have examples. The, the, we have to see the early church gathering, and they're singing. And so... So a few of those psalms, Psalm 147, mm-hmm. 1, Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, and a song of praise is fitting. And then here's my favorite one, is Psalm 100, verse 1, uh, Psalm for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with singing. I love that, because for me at least, it's it's much more in that noise <laughs> category than you know potentially singing. And so I'm, I'm grateful that God in his infinite wisdom gives uh, me that freedom. Just, you know, will you just make a joyful noise, Brian, and we'll leave this singing to people like... Mary and Anna and Carol and, and those who are much more able. <laughs> well, that, that's a, I mean, that's a very good point. I have a dear, sweet, sweet sister in Christ. Not a member of this church, nor any. So none of you would know this woman. She, but she is uh, very, very important in my life and my wife's life. Um, and I'm going to tell you, my um, lover death. She can't carry a tune worth worth a hoot. Uh, but when you're standing next to her, she doesn't care whether she can carry a tune. She will sing uh, to the Lord. And we do need to understand this. Sometimes uh, I've even said this, and uh, I've I've stopped saying this as much as I used to say it. Um, I used to say, well, I don't really care what people think because I'm not singing for you. Mm -hmm. Um, We do sing for one another. Mm -hmm. And so so we are singing to the Lord. He is our primary audience of one, if you will, Mm -hmm. that we're making praise to the Lord. But... Um, you know, as you opened up this podcast talking about how you looked out and saw all these. So when, and when this dear sweet saint um, uh, that I was referring to just a moment ago uh, 
when she sings, that's an encouragement to me. And when, when beloved, when you sing, when we're gathered together, and and I hear you singing, that's an encouragement to me as well. As as I hope it's an encouragement to you to hear others singing. And so when we gather, we God is our primary audience, but we also um, it is also an encouragement to one another uh, to hear to to hear other people singing, saying yes. They believe these things just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not alone um, in this. They're singing this. They believe this. And it encourages our hearts. That first week back uh, in the summer when uh, the uh, restrictions were loosened and we were able to, to join gathering, goodness gracious, just hearing one another sing, tears to the eyes, shivers down the spine. Yeah, I, I cried. I, oh, I, I, legit, I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to preach that day. Yeah. I, it, was, it, was, it was powerful. That and then uh, Pastor Brian and I have the privilege of well, like anybody could go, but we go to a conference uh, every other year called Together for the Gospel, and I, by a wide margin, my favorite part, maybe yours as well, is getting you know twelve thousand dudes primarily in one room just belting out solid gospel songs. Oh my goodness, that's just so cool, and so I, I do appreciate you making that distinction. So yes, we sing our praise to God. But we also, our singing does impact one another, and so uh, the importance of that. So sing on, dear people. Um, but, but let me ask a question about what we sing. So uh, you shared helpfully about how some, um, in an effort to remain committed to Scripture and to only sing that which is inspired, will, to this day, only sing from the Psalter. Um, we don't do that here, but that's not to say we just sing any song that we find uh, enjoyable to sing. So, so help us think through what it is that we sing. So yeah, we, we're not going to sing Leonard Skinner or anything like that on Sunday morning. Nothing. But it, I mean, if you like to listen to Leonard Skinner on your iPod, by all means, listen to Leonard Skinner on your iPod. Uh, but what we sing when we gather together, uh, we want to make sure that this number one, it's pleasing to the Lord. And so, do do the do the lyrics primarily is what I'm concerned with. Do the, do the lyrics glorify God, and um, and so we we want to sing songs that are that glorify God, that make much of Him, and um, and so when we pick out the songs, so it's the two of us um, along with uh, now Jarrett Morton, who's our new praise team leader, and so the three of us will sit down. And we will look at the sermon passages that are yep. coming up, and we want the songs to um, to complement mm. the sermon passage in as much as possible, and um, and so we will pick songs that will carry some of the same themes that are in the sermon. So, it could, and the idea there being we're we're trying to uh, create a unified service. So from beginning to end, we're proclaiming a message, um, and and so. Sometimes, frankly, you know, we're, we're fallible human beings, and so sometimes we do a better job than others in picking those songs. But we, uh, we, we, we make an effort to pick songs that, again, that are going to glorify the Lord, and uh, we want them to have uh, theological meaning, mm. um, and we want to protect people from error. Uh, oftentimes, you know what people sing is what they remember more than anything else. And so you could have a preacher preach an error-free sermon, but if you were singing all kinds of silliness and triteness Mm -hmm. prior to that, they go, they leave the church humming those songs and forgetting the sermon uh, because it's just how we're wired as human beings is that it's much easier to 
to, to remember a tune. Um, and so we want the songs then, we don't want them to lead people astray. We want the songs to point people to our great God and Savior. There you go, and and that's a helpful explanation. So, we are are blessed to live in this area. We we have multiple Christian radio stations. I know man, many of our members listen regularly to things like WGTS, um, which is great. But but the reason why what you hear there and what we sing here are different is is very intentional. And so it's everything that what Brian said. So I've had people come to, oh, I just I love this song every time it comes on the radio. We just have to sing it. And to, to that I respond, well, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoy that song. But again, wanting to be careful, and just because a song is on a Christian radio station, one, doesn't necessarily make it a song fit for worship, that the body can join together and sing to the praise and glory of God, and, and two, just because it's on the Christian radio doesn't necessarily mean that it's a helpful song. So there are some songs that the way the lyrics are put don't fall in line with the biblical presentation we have of God. And so just want to encourage you, so as we seek to be intentional in the songs that we sing here on Sunday mornings, I want to encourage you to be intentional about the songs that you listen to and not just give something a pass, so to speak, because you heard it on the Christian radio or because, you know, Spotify labeled it as Christian music. So we just we want to be mindful, intentional, and careful. And we do want to also pick songs, so you said something there, that for the most part, uh, so I've been here over nine years now, and you know this about me. I I lean toward congregational singing. Mm. Uh, it's not to say, so we do occasionally um, have some specials. Some people sing specials, and we have some wonderfully talented people. My wife is one of them, yep. um, who have beautiful voices. Um, and you know, I could go through a, a whole list of people that, that sing wonderfully well and who have... Uh, done specials in the past, but for the most part, we want to do congregational singing because we recognize uh, that that we are called together as a body to worship God, and so as we sing together, we're worshiping Him together. That's not to say that we can't enjoy an occasional special where where we where we do the same thing, but um, it's been my experience in my years in the pastorate and. We're counting decades here now, not just years anymore. Um, that oftentimes, when when we when you do too much on the special end, then it becomes more about, oh, isn't she wonderful or isn't he wonderful? They have such a beautiful voice, da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, rather than, isn't Jesus wonderful? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so we want to point people to Jesus, and so. We, we, we will continue to do specials occasionally, yeah. uh, but we will certainly major on uh, on the congregational singing. There you go. So one last question for you. Uh, what do you like to sing? So when you're considering songs, in the, and particularly in the, in the worship sense, so I oh, know okay. you've got a very eclectic taste in music, but per- <laughs> particularly particularly regards worship. So what's what's one of Pastor Brian's go-tos, either songs or kind of uh, composers or, or lyricists that, that you know, just looking for just kind of some good recommendations that, that you might throw out, something that you're, you're fond of? So you're telling me I should leave all like my 80s rock bands out of this right here for right now? I mean, if they <laughs> put out a cover of And Can It Be, I'd be happy to so, hear their version yeah. of that, but barring that, probably I don't think the Sticks best. are in the thing <laughs> Air Supply have ever seen. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to go listen to some Sticks. There you go. Not on Sunday morning. <laughs> so, um, 
So Keith and Christy Getty are some of my very favorite people. Yep. So they're modern hymn writers. Yeah. Um, and uh, so In Christ Alone would be, mm. the, so Keith Getty wrote that with a guy named Stuart Town, Townend. Um, and so we sing that on a regular basis. We sing a number of, of, of their songs here yeah. on a regular basis. But they, what they write is, frankly, it's always good you know, it's always a yep. solid theological content, um, and it's always congregationally um, applicable. So yeah. that, that's what they write. They write congregational hymns that have solid theological meaning. Mm -hmm. And so those are the songs I really enjoy singing. I do enjoy other songs, um, and so um, I enjoy a, a, a vast number of contemporary mm -hmm. um, uh, artists, um, and there are, you know, there are always new and upcoming artists. I do like, though, there is something to be said about old songs that have lasted. So I know Brian Arnett is just a, he's about to have a, a match, pick him off the floor. He's going to have a fainting spell right there <laughs> as we talk about old songs. Oh, uh, my word. There is, there is, there's something to be said, though, of a song that people are still singing three, four hundred years after it was written. Yeah. Where, you know, In Christ Alone is a beautiful song, and... I hope they're still going to be singing it in three or four hundred years, but who knows? Mm -hmm. I mean, three or four hundred years is a long time off. It, you know, that song may be in the ash heap of history, but by three or four hundred years, uh, and again, I hope not. It's a wonderful song, but uh, you know, you mentioned Anne Cannon B. Uh, uh, Martin Luther's "A Mighty Fortress Is Our God." Yeah. Uh, so that's written five hundred years ago, and um, and so and people are still singing that song, and so th there's something to be said about that when when you say, yeah. You know, a song's lasted 500 years. That's got some staying power to it. Um, now, that's not to say again. Uh, you know, the psalmist when he says, "Sing a new song to the Lord," I don't think he says, "Well, then, therefore, we should not." You know, we should forget all these old songs. Uh, but uh, there is doesn't mean we shouldn't forget new songs, and so we can't say, "Oh, we have to sing only old." No, there. So there can be an so this past Sunday we did two contemporary songs and we did two hymns. There this you past go. Sunday. There you go. Um, so just. Uh, Sovereign Grace Music um, puts out wonderful stuff. They yeah. they do um, not only uh, original things, but they do uh, very uh, accessible versions of older stuff. So you're like, well, we don't have an organ here, so how can we do that? Well, you don't have to play them with an organ, though you shall. I'm not going to go to... Um, City of Light is also a new... They're an Australian um, worship group, but goodness gracious, they're pumping out some really, really solid stuff. So I uh, commend them to you as well. Um, so, dear listener, sing. Um, sing your heart out on Sunday morning. You will be an encouragement to your brother and sister. Sing during the week. So we uh, send out the song list. We've got a playlist on YouTube with the songs. If it's a new song, listen to it a few times. Get familiar so that you can help us sing together on Sundays. Um, but sing, sing, sing. Um, it's commanded in Scripture. It is of great benefit. James 5.13, um, is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. So let's give glory to God together in song. Uh, PB, any final words on singing today? Um, so I, I'm not going to get into specific names, but also just be aware there, there are groups that publish Christian music that aren't helpful as well. Yeah. And so... Yeah. So if you ever, you know, I'm happy to talk offline about that um, with, with folks, but just be mindful that right. not, not everybody, because they call it Christian, mm -hmm. uh, means, means that it has solid Christian content. And so, yeah. 
Be, be, be discerned. discerned. Just the same way when you pick up a book, you know, there you, it, go. you go to the Christian bookstore, it may be a wonderful Christian book, and it may be um, just heresy in a, in a hardback. And so, and so. There you go. Yeah. Well, thank you, dear listener, for uh, joining us. I appreciate your time. We'll look forward to joining you next week for the PHBC Pastors Podcast.